0: Welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, everybody. I'm your host Colin Morgan. Listen, are you tired not living a fulfilling life? Do you believe you deserve more? Do you want more? Is it finally your time? If yes, then stick around. I welcome you to the Daily Grind.
1: To prove it I'm ready to do it I can't be afraid now put me on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out so what are you afraid of those feelings are made of get in the game your moment of fame So then what you made of it's time that we stand up it's time that we man up for anyone asking who is the best we put in our hands up my time, my time, none of you people can tell me to stop, this time like the last time, you better get ready to race in the I'm top. ready to do this, show you what the truth is, I step on the field, it's time to get real, I'm feeling so ruthless. My time, my time, none of you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down, hand over my crown, hand over my heart, yeah. I do this for my town, yeah. I do this for my crowd. Turn me up real loud. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop.
0: Do you ever feel like there's something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you or holding you back from achieving your goals? For me, this was my past. I kept using my past as a crutch to not move forward and an excuse. And it wasn't until I started to talk about it with a professional that things really changed and I transformed. And this is why I love this company, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. Now, this isn't a crisis line, it's not self help, it's a professional counseling service done securely online. The best part about this is, guys, is that you don't have to worry about driving in a location, sitting in an awkward waiting room, not knowing who you're talking to. Like, you get to pick your counselor. You get to do it from the comfort of your own home so it's really comfortable and super discreet for you. And you can really open up. I find when I'm in the comfort of my own home, I open up in ways I never thought I would. And there's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which is definitely not available for you in your local area. And this service is for clients worldwide. All you do is log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor, and in a short matter of time, you get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So again, you don't have to sit in the waiting room. You don't have to book a week out. You can do this whenever you're ready. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and they make it super easy for you and free to change counselors if needed. So if you're not jiving with someone or they're not jiving with you, don't have to worry about this awkward thing. You can just find someone else so you can spend the time early on to find that person who you really jive with and that's super, I can tell you from experience, it really, really helps. It's more affordable. This is the best part. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And maybe if you don't have cash right now or you're not as flush as you need to be, financial aid is available. I can't tell you the importance of this, guys. This changed my life when I finally decided that I wasn't going to accept all this shit that I kept happening to me. I'm going to deal with my past, and when I dealt with my past, it helped me move forward. And BetterHelp and I want you to start living a happier life today. I want you guys to visit BetterHelp.com forward slash daily grind again that's better help, H-E-L-P. .com forward slash daily grind and you can join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional again for daily grind listeners only you can get 10% off today your first month by going to betterhelp.com forward slash daily grind again better h e l p Dot com forward slash daily grind. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Grind. We have a very special guest for you all today. I'm super excited to introduce Sam Bakhtiar. He's a refugee turned divorcee on the verge of bankruptcy to multi-millionaire, champion bodybuilder, author, doctor, and CEO of multiple worldwide brands. Dr. Sam Bakhtiar is an American success story with humble beginnings and a meteoric rise to wealth and influence. As the founder of the Camp Transformation Centers with over 110-plus locations and the One Percenter movement, Sam inspires modern adults and youth to discover their 1% potential and excel in the five Fs, faith, family, fitness, finance, and fun. Today's episode is amazing. Everyone, be sure as always you have a pen, piece of paper, sit back, and really dive deep in today's interview with Dr. Sam Bakhtiar. Enjoy. Awesome. Well, Sam Bakhtiar, welcome to the Daily Grind. How are you? Fantastic,
2: man. Thank you for having me, bro.
0: Of course. Thank you so much for being here. I've been looking forward to this, um, and I appreciate you taking the time out. As, as you seem like you always do, so it's very, uh, I'm very thankful. I'm humbled. You got it. So, uh, you know, Sam, when we see you, obviously, on social media, you know, we see the cars. We see the beautiful car behind you right now, the $100 million business. But behind all that, I'm sure, is pain and lessons. If you wouldn't mind kind of taking a step back and kind of walking through maybe, like, what turned you into this person?
2: Brother, pain is a part of life. Pain is necessary. You know, look, man, you see these calluses? You see, yes, these are years of pain, years of heavy weights rain on this on this hand right here. That's how you, I developed the body. That's why I became a championship bodybuilder. Pain is a necessity for life. Without pain, there wouldn't be any life. So when people say pain, 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 like it's like an abnormally, you know, pain is a necessity. Because without pain, you wouldn't be where you are, without pain you don't learn. You know, my mom told me when, when I was a kid that we had a, a, a heater, a, you know, back, back in our old country, there was like, you know, you know, floor heaters. Yeah, yeah. And they were gas powered, right? And she told me not to touch it, not to go near it. But as a kid, I didn't want to listen. You know, she kept telling me, she kept telling me, she kept telling me, and she said one time, she said, well, go touch it then. I'm going to touch it and burn my hand. And I never touch it again. And in life, we have to have the same kind of stuff. We have to go through. I mean, look, the easiest way for you to learn is learn from other people's mistakes. That's why mentorship is so important. That's why, you know, getting around the right people is so important. But there's certain things that you got to walk your own path. you got to learn on your own. And you have to understand that with that, there's going to be times that you're going to fall down. There's going to be times that you're going to you know, uh, you going to fail, but that's a necessity. That pain is a necessity. Pain is the part of the process. Nothing great has been achieved without going through some kind of pain. So you have to embrace the pain. You gotta love the pain. You know, have you ever seen a boxer or a, MA or a UFC fighter and when they get punched in the face, as long as they don't get knocked out, they get a good, the guy, the guy, Hit some clean in the face. They they go like this. They smile and they they nod. The guy like, good one, bro, good one. You got yeah. it. You got a good one in. Well, because they've got punched in the face a thousand other times before. They were like, well, this punch is not going to kill me, but it was a good one. But the first time they got punched in the face, they didn't even smile. The second time they got punched in the face they didn't smile, the hundredth time they got punched in the face they didn't smile, this was a thousandth time that they got punched in the face like, you know what, it's, it's part of being a boxer. It's a part of being in the, you know, it's the price I paid to be in this ring. And the price you pay, and it's a beautiful price that you pay for being in life, is for you to go through some pain. But you got to embrace the pain and you got to love the pain for you to get your life to that next level.
0: So, how does someone do that who maybe is taking those punches right now and in the moment, like you can't see outside of that, right? But how do you continuously step forward and take that hit? Continuously step forward and go through that pain. What what is it like? What drives like super successful people like yourself?
2: I'm going to ask you the question. What's the alternative?
0: That's right. What's the Stay alternative where you are?
2: Ask you a question. Nothing. You know, you ask me a question. but let me ask you a question. What's the alternative? I mean, you have two, there is none. You really have two choices, right? To fight back or to lay the fuck down, excuse my language. You really yeah. have two choices. What are you going to do? I'm going to tell you right now that I'd rather keep getting punched in the face than quit and fall down. Because you know what, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for everybody who's watching me, all my family, my kids, my great grandkids, my, my grandkids and, and, and my wife that's watching me on the sideline. Do I want them to quit? Do I want them to not, not, not follow through? No, it's not just about me now. It's about people who are depending on me. It's about my, you know, it's about my workers, my coworkers and my colleagues. I have a big responsibility just me. Oh my God, my feelings are hurt. Oh my God, I failed, I'm just gonna quit. You know, you always have to ask yourself, what's the alternative? You know, you either quit or you, or, or you keep going. Which one do you want to do? What are the consequences? Do I want to be 60 years old and and say, oh, man, I quit. I just I just became complacent. I just gave up. And, you know, from from 30 to 60, I didn't do shit with my life. Do I want to do that? Or you want to say, you know what, man? Wow. That was a that was a good learning lesson. And my life and your life and everybody else's life is a series of learning lessons. Our failures are learning lessons.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So you had mentioned, you know, you showed the hands, you had the calluses on there. What led you into to fitness? What led you into bodybuilding? Why were you so passionate about that?
2: Being knocked down, you know, being, be, 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 being punched at, literally. I, I mean, I, I got into United States when I was 11 years old. I, w- I went to a little town called Sharon, Pennsylvania. I wanted to play football, as the world knows, football, you know, and they're like, well, we don't, we never, we don't do that. That's called soccer, and we don't have that. So I tried out for the basketball team. I didn't know nothing about basketball. I got cut from the basketball team. I was devastated. I was bullied. I, w- I got called names, you know, you know, because I, w- I was in a very homogeneous town, which was only black people and white people. I was the only minority. I went to get better at basketball, to, you know, to try to get better. And I fell in love with weightlifting. I fell in love with weightlifting, not because of what it did for me on the outside. which was always, always great because you're healthy. You're stronger, you get a little bit of muscle tone. You, you feel better about yourself but I fell in love with it, what it did on me inside. You know, my self worth, my self esteem, my confidence, you know, and everything else that comes with it. Because for me, training with weights is just like training for life. Mm-hmm. No matter what obstacle you overcome, every stage of your life, there is another obstacle. Look, in life, you're either in a problem, left a problem, or headed towards one. So get used to it. People say, oh, well, I, when I become a millionaire, I don't have any problems. Are you serious? i got bigger problems right now than I've ever had in my life. i got bigger problems right now than I, when I was broke. But it's how you deal with the problems, and, 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 and it's, a, it's a different kind of problem. More money, more problems is not necessarily true, it's more money, bigger problems.
0: I love that. So so what's the difference between someone like yourself and people who are struggling when they deal with those problems? Like you had mentioned, it's how you deal with those problems. Say for yourself, give an example of how you would, you have a problem in front of you. How do you, what's the outlook? How do you look at that?
2: Well, it's the same way that I, that I have, a, when, when a customer comes to one of our locations and say they're pissed and they're angry. You know, my whole thing is how can I win this place person over? It's not about winning or losing. How can I win this person over? With my wife, when, when when she wants to fight with me, you know, I'm like, okay, how can I defeat this situation and make her a fan of me again? You know what I mean? Rather than yeah. it's not about being you know being right or wrong. Is don't try to win the battle, win the war. People try to win these little battles. It's not, so about, true. it's not about the winning today. It's about winning the, the life. That's what's important at the end of the big picture. Nobody's looking at the big picture look looking, oh, my God, this customer is wrong, man. They, they, they took this protein, they opened it, they ate, they took half of it, and they didn't like it. They returned it. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't know after the first scoop, you didn't have it and all that kind of stuff. How can you return it after consuming consume it almost all? Of it. But what's the, what's the alternative have a pissed off customer or making them a radiant fan, but like, oh, no problem, you not like it. No, we can replace it. I'll just give you your money back. Matter of fact, let me give you a t shirt on us. I'm so sorry you hated this flavor. You know, I, I'm so sorry that, you know, this and that. We'll, I, I promise you, we we'll work on improving it. Dude, who won here? I did.
0: So true, and you see it so differently all the time, right? You go and you see someone who's upset at you, and you see so many people just feed into it. They, they're they like, fuck you, it's not me, it's you, uh, instead of being able to look at it like you let me, did.
2: Let, let me tell you a story, man. Um, this was last year. I was in my Rolls Royce getting gas. And I didn't know, I, I, I didn't, it wasn't a right what I was, I, I just got up, pulled up, got, got gas, and I saw this guy, Pull up right next to me, and he just looked at me dirty, and just spun his wheels, you know, you know, peeled out and went to a different station. I'm like, what? I don't, what did I do? So I went over there and I said, "Hey, man, excuse me." And like, "Hey, did I take your did that take your spot? If you want, I, I'm moving. No big deal, bro. I'm, I'm so sorry if I did that. No big deal." And he looked at me and he looked at me. And he goes, "Oh man, you know what?" You know, no big deal, bro. Sorry, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. No big deal. I, you know, back in my younger, dumb days, I would be like, oh, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, What's man. wrong with you? What, what you? You got a problem? What's up? No, man. You got to look at the bigger picture. You know, and, and, and you know, so my whole thing right now is to, to make raving fans, to be able to look at it. So obstacles the same way. For me, obstacles like a puzzle you have to solve. And it's the sweetness of you solving a puzzle. Remember we when you were a kid, you solved a puzzle, how how beautiful it was once you put all the pieces of puzzle together and you solved <laughs> the puzzle. Problem is the same thing. The, the beauty is you figuring out how to solve it. Not to say, fuck this puzzle, I don't want to do it. True. I
0: love that. And it's about, too, it's about now. It's like, how, how can you solve the puzzle faster?
2: Yeah. Faster, more efficiently, and get better results. It's all about mindset. Yep.
0: So for you, like you have this, this such iconic mindset. Like, what are some of the things that you think has helped you develop that mindset? Whether that's through things you've done, whether that's through mentors, the habits that you've consistently practiced on a daily basis. Like, what would you say has contributed to that?
2: I'll learn anything that you're going to do in life. That's going to be sweet. That's going to be fulfilling. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen over time. Mm. So I love the process. I love the daily grind and the daily discipline. I understand that just like I didn't build my body in a week or two weeks or a year or two years. You know, I'm not going to build a business in a one week or two weeks or a year or two years. Now I'm going to be wrong. We can do great slides here. Too many people... Want to you know you know want to look like Arnold overnight? Too many people want to lose hundred pounds in a week. Too many people want to do six minute ab program and get washboard abs. Too many people want to just start a business and make a million the first week or first year. You know you gotta. It, it's not about the outcome. It's about who you become in the process. That's what you have to understand. That's what you have to fall in love with. You have to fall in love with the process. I, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and go to the gym at 4 a.m. Guess what? Not one fucking day in this whole lifetime did I wake up and say, I can't, I can't wait to go to the gym at 4 a.m. <laughs> not 20 years ago, not 25 years ago, and not today. And I get up, oh, my God, 3 o'clock in the morning. My wife is sleeping, warm bed is warm, Fireplace is on, baby sleeping next to it, and all that kind of stuff. But I understand that if I make a promise to myself and I need to go through the process, I have to go through the process. My goals have nothing to do with my feelings. My my emotions and my feelings are aside. I put a plan together and I stick to my plan. Let me tell you a story. Okay. I was a, a junior in college. I was getting ready for my second bodybuilding show, which was Mr. Pittsburgh Bodybuilding Championship, which is the second biggest championship in the East Coast because it's Jim Manion, president of NPC's Show, and I was getting ready for you know my second was my second show. I was taking about 16 to 18 units in college. I was working 30 hours as a personal trainer. I was working 15 hours as a bouncer. So I was busy. Yeah. So one night, bro. I literally almost had a nervous breakdown. I was starving, I couldn't think clearly, I was dieting too hard. I said, you know what, F this. I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna go eat whatever I want. So I went that night, had some burritos, pizza, donut, bagels, ice cream, all within a few hours. Came back home, fell asleep. I woke up next morning with food all over my face. So, so depressed. So depressed, cause I'm like, Sam, you're not cut out to be a bodybuilder. Sam, you know, you two weeks before your show, you went out and cheated, you binge. you're a loser. My, you might as well you know, just get out of a bodybuilder. You're not cut out for this. You don't have a discipline. You don't have to drive, you know, and all that. So two weeks before the contest, I dropped out of the bodybuilding show. And for two weeks, I was depressed. I was I you was, know, I was just have all this negative self-talk, you know, and I think I was like 21, 22 at the time. So I went to the show as a spectator just to see it. And bro, I sat on the front seat, and I realized that even after eating for junk for two weeks, I could have still won my, won my division if I just showed up and went through the program. Wow. So right then and then, I learned that, look, you're going to have a setback. There's always going to be, ha- there's always going to be setbacks in your life. But you can't sit in your setback. you got to give back up, and you got to keep going. you got to keep trying. So, for years after that, when I bodybuild and as I became the first bodybuilder, I had a first plus out in every weight class. Did, was I ever what, 100% perfect on my diet? And it, it, did everything go according to plan? No, I'm human. I had weak moments. You know, there was times that I got weak and I'm like, oh my God, maybe I, want, I do want a slice of pizza. But guess what? Guess what? I didn't just go, oh my God, I had a slice of pizza. I'm going to quit. I'm, gonna, I'm done. You know, you know, no. But you know what? I own up to it. I had a slice of pizza tomorrow. I'm sort of working out twice as hard. I'm going to get back on the saddle. I'm going to keep going. Apply that to life. You know, life is not going to be a straight point. Life is like this. Life is going to have its upside downs. And what you have to understand is this. When it's good, it's not always going to be good. And when it's bad, it's not always going to be bad.
0: So true, man. That's That's why I love so much about sports. Like, for you, bodybuilding. For me, I grew up in sports. I played professionally. It, it, it's like you would said, it's, it's the process. It's going through when no one's looking. What are you doing? And it's all about keeping those promises to yourself and just keep pushing and keep getting better. It's like it, it's, it's in the dark. It's like those moments in the dark you find, right?
2: Listen, man, I have a lot of people who were, you know, you know the man in high school. I never did anything after high school mm-hmm. be- because they did never learned the traits and talent of what it takes to be the man in life. The man in life is the man who is consistent. The man in life who has no excuses. The man in life is a person who's never going to give up. The man in life who has a plan and understand the plan doesn't need emotions.
0: Yeah. I love that. Makes so much sense and I think we can all relate, right? We all know that person in high school. <laughs> we all know that person in high school. For you throughout the process of your life, at what moment or what age, you know, you're you're going through that process, you're grinding every day, you're putting in the work. At what moment did you start to realize you look around, you see the results, you see the fruits of your labor? Did you start to like take that deep breath and and soak it in, not necessarily soak it in in the sense of settling, but just realizing like, wow,
2: look what I've got here. So there was a couple of times. I come from a very humble beginning. We got food stamps. Remember, you know, I, I left the country, it was like you know, in a war. You know, we came to America, we got low income housing, we lived in projects, we got food stamps. You name it, you know, I, I experienced it. So I appreciate every single moment I don't take rent granted for any little thing. You know, when I first got my first house, which was like a small house, you know, maybe 2,100 square feet, I appreciate the fact that, oh my God, I got my first home. When I got my first car, you know, I don't care if it was an old Volkswagen, I appreciated that. You know, you gotta be blissfully dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a quote from Ed Milet, who's a good friend, great friend of mine. He's, you know, because if you have to be able to say, look, I'm not where I want to be. I don't think human, if you are a, an ambitious person, which you should be, God has made us ambitious. Why, you know, we invented the plane. We put a man in, in, in the moon. You know, we discovered the planet. We had all, you know, the human is, is what all these inventions, you know, come from humans. They didn't come from dogs. They didn't come from tigers, they didn't come from elephants, they didn't come from any other species. They came from humans because God has made us ambitious because we want better for ourselves. So just because you're ambitious, that doesn't make you bad. If you're not ambitious, then you're going against how God has created you. But you have to realize this. You are never going to be where you want to be. There's always the next level there's always the next level. There's always the next level. I, you know, I, I thought I was doing good, but I, when, I, when I got to my friend, went, oh my God, the guy's like got private jets and homes in every, in every state. There's always the next level, but that doesn't mean you have to be unhappy where you are right now. You have to say, man, God, man, thank God. Here's the exact quote from a pastor. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be.
0: Mm, I love that. For you with – I'm sure setting goals is a big part of your life. So I'm, I'm wondering how do you set goals, first of all? Like what's the process of you setting those goals? And then how often are you looking at that? Like how often are you looking at that, maybe changing it, tweaking, make, making little changes, you know what I'm saying?
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, first and foremost, a lot of people set goals. And it's not the right goals because they're not crystal clear of what's what they really want out of life? So before you set any goals, you got to be absolutely crystal clear, have a crystal clear picture of what you want your whole, uh, life to look like. okay? And for me, you know all my goals are really based on three things. other than you know serving God and the humankind and all that kind of stuff, we, that's above and everything else. First, my first goal is to spend as much time with the family provide for family and stay healthy Second, so do number one and number two, okay? So once I'm crystal clear what I want to do, then I'm going to put on, on my goals. What are some stuff that I need to do to spend more time with the family? Where do I want to take them? My vacation spots, where do I want to do? How do I want to spend my time? What, what do I want to teach my kids? How do I want to spend time with my kids? Is it almost... You know, sit in front of TV and watch television, or do I want to read a book to them? Do I want to just, just chill and not do anything, or do I want to go play sports? These are the things that you have to ask yourself. These are all individual. Number two is provide for my family. What are some things that I need to do to set my family up for the future? What are some things that I need to do to make more money or spend less money or be able to allocate money in the right places? Then I put an action plan together for that. And then what are some things I need to do to be as healthy as possible so I can not only be with them and be able to see my children, hopefully, you know, to walk the aisle and get married and all that kind of stuff and be able to be able to be vibrant, not add more years to my life, but more add more life to my years. And if you noticed, I work out from four to six a.m. Because last thing I want to do is work out when my kids and my family are awake. I'm mm. not going to take that time away from them. I'm not going to, you know, go to work and come back, or you know, go to the office, and come back. Oh, daddy's home, but guess what? I got to go to the gym. I'm not going to do that. So I take care of my business when they're sleeping.
0: How long have you been waking up at four a.m. for, or three a.m.?
2: God, oh, man, as long as I can remember. You know, really? probably probably over twenty years.
0: Do you uh, do you drink? No. Nope. And did, was there a point in your life where you stopped or you never have?
2: You know, I was, I was always a social drinker. I was always a social drinker. Don't get me wrong, man. You know, in, in college and in high school, a couple yeah, of times, of course, robbery, yeah. that got shit faced and all that kind of stuff. You all do it. All that kind of but I was never someone who was really attracted to drinking and, and all that. And, and one thing I hate about drinking is that it guarantees me that I'm not 100% the next day. So true. You know what I mean, and and and, and that to me is the biggest downfall of it. It's not the calories. It's not anything else like that. I need to be one hundred percent. Just I want to drink a couple of hours to ruin twenty four hours the next day. It's not worth it for me. It's never never been worth it to me. You know what I mean? You know, and don't get me wrong. Like you know, you know, on on my birthday, maybe you know, New Year's Eve, maybe my wife's day, I have a a drink or two. I'm not a I'm not a you know hermit, you know, or, or or a robot, you know, but just. Drinking on a Tuesday night, it's not my thing.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So what time, process, what time do you, what time would you typically go to bed? Wake up at three, go to bed?
2: I go to about nine o'clock, nine p.m. Nine
0: Nine p.m. Okay, and then what's, like, you go, you work out, you come home. What's sort of, like, the way you structure a day? How do you look at a day?
2: I'm so glad you asked that. My day is structured the night before. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So here's what you have to realize. If you want to be, At maximum efficiency in life, you have to pretty much put everything on autopilot. Let me tell you what I mean. Everybody knows they have to do grocery shopping, right? How how can you automate that? Everybody knows that you got to get a haircut, right? How can you automate that? Everyone knows that you have to wash your car once in a while. How do you automate that? Everyone knows that they have to pay bills once in a while, once every a month or whatever. How do you automate that? Everyone knows that they have to do laundry. How do you automate that? The way you automate things is by assigning a time and place for it mm. and put it on recurring. So, for example, my cars get washed a certain time during the week and it's the same time during the week. I get a haircut once a week, and it's the same time every week, same place, same time. My laundry gets done three times a week, same time, same place. So most people are not organized because they don't have these systems in place. And they have what's called decision fatigue, right? They have to say because they have to make one decision after another decision. Oh, do I need a haircut? Um... Let me see, oh, let me call my barber, see, you know, if he can get me in on Thursday. <laughs> no, oh shit, he's That's busy. True. You know, he's, he's busy, he can't get me on Thursday. God damn it, I had to thing on Friday, you know, and on Friday, you know, now I gotta go look at a different barber and see what I can do because I'm stressed out. No, if you say, look, man, I'm gonna get my haircut every Thursday at this time, do you let, the, your, let your barber know, hey, Thursday at this time, I'm gonna get a haircut, save my spot, is recurring. Car wash, recurring, so this way you always, have everything done. There's nothing fall through the crack.
0: I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sitting back. I'm smiling cause I'm looking at my life. I'm like, fuck, I need to start doing that. And
2: it's so bro, true, bro, right? Because you let okay, things slide. Bro. Once you operate that way, your whole life changes. It's like you are that Lamborghini on the, uh, going on, 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 the, um, on a speed lane, on a fast lane, doing 150 miles an hour, and everybody else seems like they're going at 50. You're like, dude, get out of the way. Get some, be productive. Get stuff done. You know, and um, and you tweak it as you go. You have to ask yourself what do you need to do every day. What do you need to do every week? What do you need to do every month? And put it all recurring. My workout time is at the same time every day. You know what I mean? My reading time is at the same time every day. Everything for me has a time and a place for it. And I, cut. you know, I make sure that I stick to that. Everybody can make a plan. Everybody can set goals. Everybody can come up with a perfect daily plan, but executing it is the hard part.
0: No doubt. So you mentioned reading. Um, How much time do you allocate a day to reading, and what types of books do you read?
2: So I read three types of books. Okay. One is personal development books, business books, health and nutrition books. Those are what my, what I love to read about, you know what I mean. And um, so those are the type of reason. and I allocate an hour a day, okay, reading, to physical reading an hour a day to listen to audiobooks. And I listen to audiobooks when I work out. Gotcha. I mean, look, man. I realize, and this is something that I struggle with. I started actually implementing that this year Okay because I was able to. Up until last year, what I did was, I did, um, I listened to audiobook when I was doing my cardio. And I'm like, you know, I didn't do it when I would do weights. I I listened to, you know, my normal, you know, music, you know, my workout music, something, something, motivation, something with a nice nice beat to it. And and then I realized I'm wasting an hour of my time. How many fucking times am I going to listen to Dr. Drake. Drake. The weekend. How many times on? It's the same fucking song over and over and over again. It's not doing anything for my life. Yeah. So I'm going to work out seven days a week, an hour a day. So I'm missing seven hours of something that I could be learning, even if I don't pay 100% attention because I'm lifting. I get ideas and concepts. It's still better than listening to Dr. Dre for a million times. So true. You know what I mean? So what am I gonna do? You know, I'm 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 here to maximize my time. I'm here to get as much shit done. I'm here to become the best version of myself. And look, you're born here, you're gonna die here. Is the shit that you get done in between that's gonna what makes you or breaks you. And I'm here to maximize every second, I'm here to maximize every minute, man. If you didn't learn from Kobe Bryant's passing that tomorrow is not promised, you know, the next day is not promised, the next hour is not promised, then I don't know, you're just wasting time. Here's one thing I'm gonna tell you. Do you know anyone, I'm going to ask you a question, do you know anyone that walks around and just throws money on the floor? No. Just walks around all day and just throws money out, right? So let me ask you another question. What's more valuable, time or money? Time. Okay. How many people do you know that just waste time all the time?
0: A lot of people.
2: So if time is more valuable than money, then why are we all fucking wasting all the time? We're walking around, we're just throwing money out. We're just throwing money out, we're throwing something that's more valuable, than money out the window every single day because we're not managing our time, we're not maximizing our time. Tomorrow's not promised to you, no, tomorrow. I can drop dead after talking to you right now.
0: So true. But, but,
2: but yeah, but yeah we, we just take time like we, like we have so much of it left, and we don't. Death and taxes are the only thing that's constant.
0: I, I love that analogy. That you said because it's so true. Why would you throw away money? But we we tend to do that with time, and I, everyone knows that time's more valuable. Really, really super valuable stuff. Um, last question, you know, I love to to ask, you know, people like yourself is say you could go back twenty, twenty-five years and sit down with a younger version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're sitting down face to face. What would you tell that person?
2: Man, just a side note. I wasn't Dude, I was a degenerate for so many years. You know, I was, I was, like I said, I wasn't around the right people. I didn't have the right standard. So for so many years, man, I wasted because I was hang around the wrong people and doing the wrong things and being in the wrong things, man. And so if you are, you know, if I was 25 years old, I tell myself, man, to change my proximity. Mm. Stop hanging around losers. Stop hanging around drunks. Start hanging around, you know, people who are not doing anything with their life. Hang around with people who I see myself being like in the next 10, 15, 20 years. If I would have done that, I wouldn't be a multimillionaire. I would have been a billionaire by now, you know, and that's what I regret the most. Because that's like anybody else at that time, you know, you know, I was around the wrong people. I wasn't thinking about time. I wasn't thinking about everything. And, And now looking back, I'm like, man, I wasted so many years, man. You know, just just hang around losers, hang around people who just weren't doing anything. They were out into drinking. They were into smoking. They were into partying. They were into into the wrong things. I never did none of that excessively, but they were in the right circle for me. Yeah, and that's what I did wrong. I love
0: that. Well, Sam, uh, if people wanted to to connect, reach out, where's the best place everyone can do that? Where's the hub?
2: So you can just Google my name, Sam S A M B A K H T I A R. And I have a direct line for texting if you need want to text me anything. It's 909-200-4015. That's 909-200-4015. Beautiful.
0: And uh, the way we end the show off here, Sam, the the shot clock's coming down, as you mentioned, Kobe. Uh, The way we end the show is we're going to give you the floor, and you have the opportunity to share with the audience a thought of the day. So one thing or one thought we can all go home with today.
2: One thing and one thought that you're going to go today, man. You know, for me, it, it's all about making sure you're not playing the wrong game. You know, and the, that game has to be decided by you, what you want your life to be, what you want your legacy to be. For so many years, I played the wrong game. You know, I was trying to please people. I was trying to, you know, you know play the game who I thought everyone was, was playing the game. But it's not about everyone's game, it's about your life and your game. You are the star of your own movie. And at the end of the day, you get to pick who's gonna come in the movie, what role they play and what they do. Nobody else can be the star of your movie, only you. So choose wisely.
0: I love it. Well, Sam, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show and inspiring and motivating the audience today. I truly do appreciate it.
2: Of course. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And, and I really, really want to commend you for your podcast and opportunity. And I appreciate you.
0: Thank you very much. And everyone, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure you hit that subscribe button, like, share this out with a friend who you feel like could really benefit from listening to today's episode. We'll be back with another one. Until then, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Lower
1: the lights down. Hand over my cr-